Yeah, motherfucker. Shut up, I'm talking. Shut up, I'm talking. Now, this next sponsor is a powdered soup mix, and the sponsor has a very specific slogan that they would like you to say. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to send you the uh, artwork that goes along with this. So the slogan is on the bottom of this picture, which is the ad that we'll put online. And this is a powdered soup mix. You're emailing it to me right now? No, I'm texting it to you right now. Just went through. Now look for the slogan at the bottom. We'll look at the whole thing and then look at the slogan. Cock flavored soup mix. <laughs> look at the slogan. Mmm, taste that cock. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you are not putting that on there. Not with my name on it. Yet. <laughs> you put your own name on there. <laughs> I've been waiting for that for so long. It's natural and artificial flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you had quite the laugh when you were typing that up. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, now. I want to make an argument to you for why you should say this. Okay. All right. Now, you're the spokesman. You're trying to sell this product to the consumer. <laughs> you have to speak their language. If you're a consumer of this product, then you're obviously using this soup mix because you want to taste cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's there on the package, Matt. It's cock flavor. Yeah, okay. Natural flavoring, mind you. Now, as a consumer, you're paying for the maximum cock flavor value. All you're doing is telling the listeners. <laughs> All you're telling the listeners is that this is the soup mix that tastes most like cock compared to any other brands. And you've tried them all. <laughs> oh, good. No, thank you. You'll be repeating that phrase on every show at least four or five times. You no way am I saying no way. You know cock flavoring. You're an expert. Why don't you do it? And you know. How about this? Expert. How about you be an expert this time? How about this? How about we both say it? I'll give you this. You ready? Mmm. Taste that cock. <laughs> All right. There you go. Now, I've said it in the most embarrassing yeah, way possible. But you know what? You're not going to repeat it because it's you saying it. I can imagine that little phrase being replayed 10,000 times at every possible opportunity. And you're laughing because you know it's true. You know that's what you're going to do. I hadn't you thought of it. put that on there knowing that that's what you're going to do. Please. So all I'm asking of you is this. Mmm, taste that cock. <laughs> that's it. Not a chance. Passionless. No, no, no way passionless no. no connection to it mm, taste that cock i'll say it again matt you ready no mm, taste Please, that cock you must think i'm really stupid because you you're not going to repeat that how about this how about we just do the ad like cock flavored soup mix now <laughs> it comes in black man <laughs> no how about this i'll make you a promise we produced this one commercial and i never ever use that clip without your permission ever again. 
we make the one commercial. I always yeah, let you. already got the, sh- the artwork for the show. I can see this on YouTube right now. No, it'll be on social media. No. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. One time, I always give you advance notice of everything. I ask you, do you want to hear it now or do you want to hear it when it's on the show? You can hear anything before it goes to anybody else's ears. It's always available to you. Never, I never trick you on anything. Read it this one time. If you never want me to play it again, I never will. And you don't have to say it anything close to the way I did. I'm not asking for passion. <laughs> Just one solid, clear utterance. No way. I'm not doing Come on. No. I'm giving you every out in the world. Nobody takes it seriously. Come on. It's ridiculous on sight. That's the thing. Nobody's going to see it. You're going to hear me say that vulgar phrase. One clear utterance one time it's on the show one time it never appears again unless you give me permission <laughs> it's funny as shit matt it's not funny it's funny as shit just to say that one line that's not going to make any sense with the rest of the thing no because i'm going to write a whole commercial that's going to talk up the product and it's going to sound just as ridiculous as you can expect with cock flavored <laughs> Cock Everybody else in the world would say chicken, but they chose cock. <laughs> and then it ends with, mmm, taste that cock. It's ridiculous. It's not a porn. It's a soup mix. <laughs> Just say it the one time. Nice and clear. I said, no passion. It doesn't matter. Say it any way you want. I'm going to regret it. I know I am. I've never tricked you with any of this. All right. All right. What do I need to say? Mmm, <laughs> taste that cock. Mmm, taste that cock. Perfect. I'm not going to even ask for a second try. I'd make a t-shirt of that <laughs> picture right there. Except with the bottom <laughs> phrase. That's what makes it funny. No, I would put that phrase on there with somebody else that you wouldn't expect. Like, you know. I would expect you to say that? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. I'd put like uh, you know, Oprah Winfrey or something. <laughs> Nobody would believe that. She likes the pulse. Yeah. Where did you find this picture? That was in a, in a um, some supermarket in Manassas like five, six years ago. Right. And I just took a picture because it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I know how to scavenge material. Now, I'm going to tell you that I have been talking about this at work with my supervisor at least the last week, if not probably two weeks. Yeah. And he said, there's no way Matt's going to say that. (laughs) There's not a chance. And I went, yep. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do when your rice ain't rich? Soup it up with grace cook soup. Mmm, taste that cock. All right, do you want to uh, hear listener Michael's state of the uh, podcast? Oh, yeah, is that what that is? Okay. Great listener Michael, not my cousin, who is also a great listener. Well, Michael wanted to uh, contribute to the show. He's just sent us what he calls the state of the podcast address. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. And anybody who'd like to contribute to the show, it's always appreciated. You can send that to shut up. I'm talking podcast at outlook.com. Or you can uh, do the listener voicemail, but I don't know the number. 
Look it up. Just keep listening to episodes until you hear me say it. And if you do get the number, please repeat the number on the voicemail so we can write it down. <laughs> it's 917 and then seven numbers. Yeah. Which oh. is probably why we don't have anything on there. It could be. Here, let me find it. I'll find it. Don't hurt yourself, man. Did you forget what side the mic was on again? Yeah, well, I leaned too far. <laughs> Never mind. I leaned too. Matt. It's impressive if you can do it, but please don't blow yourself on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did uh, read on the internet that that's what the uh, Craftmatic Adjustable Bed was designed for. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. i got to go order a Craftmatic Adjustable Bed. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> so call the listener voicemail at right. 916-229-8861. That's 916-229-8861. All right, so like I say, listener uh, Michael was uh, kind enough to send us this bit. It's very funny. I just have uh, some criticisms to give it. One is this. The, our show is usually between 20 and 30 minutes, say an average of about 25. The bit he sent me is 12 and a half minutes long, maybe a touch verbose. Maybe. I want the, the bits from, from people. Please bring them to us. But, you know, we're talking two to three minutes, <laughs> not, not 12 and a half. <laughs> Well, he probably sent you more because so he knew you would uh, cut it down and make it uh, good. Oh, I cut it down all right. I cut it from 12 and a half minutes to just a touch over three. 20 minutes down to 15 seconds. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hit the highlights. <laughs> Should I play it now or do I need to wait? You go ahead. Uh, because the suspense is killing. Ladies and gentlemen. And all regular recreational users of the podcast, shut up, I'm talking. It is my privilege to present to you the state of the podcast union. A two-year slog of power failures, buggy equipment, software issues, and Matt not using the correct microphone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the state of this program is strong. What brings us together in purpose and view is an audio chronicle of the two worst friends to ever stay in touch with one another. These miscreants have a type of repellent chemistry that demands the other one tell them a story so that they can argue with them about how they told that story. The format is clear. It's dualistic. Question and answer. Spill your secrets so I can laugh at you while you bleed out on the floor. None of this audio is possible without one or the other. The spotlight, however, shines on one man. And that man's name is Matt Powers. The other unindicted co-conspirator of this audio-depraved indifference is, of course, Larry King Guy. Now, Larry King Guy does all the yeoman's work for this program. He records, he edits, he uploads, he titles, and he writes all of the five-star reviews himself. This podcast is exhaustive in its parsing of words, meticulous in its editing and sound quality, but most importantly, this podcast is free. All are welcome to listen, and everyone should listen. Give witness to Matt's growing frustration with Larry King Guy. Come and join a growing movement of fans waiting to see what 
happens next. This coming year is bound to be the best one yet for all of us. What remains is the future. A future of art and humor. Real people telling real stories and jokes about their real lives. Interspersed with fake commercials. From the makers of cat dildos. And I, for one, cannot wait. So join me. Induct yourself into the Knights of Suit. Shut up, I'm talking. Well, he, uh, that's uh, something else. I'm impressed and uh, disturbed at the same time. <laughs> this guy has a lot of free time, I'm going to say. <laughs> that's our best listeners right there. There you go. Hey, if you know, I do. I actually kind of appreciate it in a weird way. Like, wow, that's kind of cool. And uh, stop it. <laughs> and i'm curious i do like that line the two what is it the two worst friends that keep in touch with each other <laughs> that's a t-shirt right there it is that's our ta- that really should be our tagline one guy tells a story and then the other one argues about how he told it <laughs> <laughs> tell me your secrets so i can make fun of you when you do it <laughs> Now, you can tell this is a guy who has thoroughly listened to these episodes. Yeah, he's every minute. He, kn- he knows it better than I do. And I'm the one <laughs> spewing this garbage. <laughs> I'm telling you, when the, when the new episode comes out, I have to listen to it because I have no idea what, it, what it's about. It's well, fresh every time I hear it. Your stories have to be fresh to you because I edit out all the bullshit and the meandering no, and get it straight you. into focus. <laughs> That's listener Michael. Thank you again, listener Michael. Yes. He definitely has earned himself a free T-shirt with the worst friends keep it tagline <laughs> on the back. All right, if we, if we release that, first one goes to listener Michael. This week marks a very big milestone in my life. Tomorrow marks the one-year anniversary when I discovered the one and only Clownvis Presley. Ugh. I thought, Matt, I would get you a gift. Hi, I'm here with a message for Matt. Hey, Matt, it's me, Clownvis. I've been sent here by Darren, a.k.a. Larry King Guy. Now, Darren tells me we got kind of a situation that it's hard for you to give old Clownvis a chance because of the fact that our shows are pitted against each other on Sunday nights. Now, I can understand, and I will say, I do think a little bit of healthy competition is a good thing. Look at late-night television. You got Jimmy Fallon, you got Jimmy Myers, you got Jimmy Kimmel, you got Jimmy Corden, all on at the same time. And what that does, it helps those fools elevate their show to see who can get the ratings. I get that. I understand that. I truly hope you don't hold our time slot against me. That being said, Matt, something you might be interested in. Going forward this year, 2022, I'm hitting the road again on the weekends, all right, doing live gigs. That being said, I don't think I'll be doing Sunday night shows in the future, all right? So you win, Matt. Maybe, just maybe, if I'm not on the air Sunday nights, you could give me a chance. I'm not one to beg, Matt, but I have been listening to uh, the uh, Shut Up, I'm Talking podcast. I haven't really heard it yet, but I will listen to Shut Up, I'm Talking podcast. And believe me, I think we could be friends. This is Clown just saying, just give me a chance. Well, what do you know about that? <laughs> that's that's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty cool, isn't it? 
It is kind of cool. <laughs> I didn't know we were on Sunday nights. But... No, that's when we record. Oh, that's when we Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the email that I sent to him. Because he's never listened to this show, has he? No, and he never will. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think so. Now, there was one particular word I was hoping he was going to use. What's that? So let me read the uh, what I wrote to him. Hey, Clown, was Larry King guy here. I do a podcast with my great friend Matt, which we call Shut Up on Talking. I've been trying to get Matt into Clownfus to the rescue, but he gets jealous of you because we record on Sunday nights, and if the session goes to 10 p.m., we stop recording so I can watch your show. I think if he receives a little Clownfus love, he'd be converted <laughs> into a fan and less of a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Clownfus. Yeah, yeah, he, didn't, he didn't say that. No, I was hoping. If I should have written in there, he'd really find it funny if he called him a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was the uh, big build-up for the uh, personal no, clown for shout-out. That, that was interesting. It's on YouTube. We'll link it to the episode this appears on. Just know this, Matt. What's that? Clownfus knows you. And he, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, I guess. Uh, used your name many times? He did. He's a professional. Look he it up is, in the book. Bro. He is. Well, I'll give him uh, give him his props. I did enjoy it. Very good. That was cool. Although I do appreciate him not calling me a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was more for me. Yeah, that's yeah, I would imagine. You know what I watched last night? What? The original 1954 Godzilla. Really? Yeah. It's on HBO Max. They're good. They're the, I used to love those movies when I was a kid. I mean, I fell asleep to it, so that was nice. It's basically the same thing every time. I can't believe that movie is 90 minutes long. <laughs> what, Godzilla? Yeah, there's not 90 minutes worth of shit going on. <laughs> they fast forward through everything just to get to Godzilla and then slow it all back down. Of course. And it just looks like a repurposed King Kong from, you know, the Fay Ray version. How does a giant lizard learn karate? <laughs> well, why wouldn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. They You're living... Fight. Deep underwater. This thing's breathing air. I'm not sure how it lives underwater. Uh, well, it's like a turtle. All right. I was watching the new one, the uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh-huh. His head looks too much like a turtle. I don't like the way it is now. It's uh, like stubby. He should be more alligatorish. I don't know. With a big snout? You can't top the guy in the suit from the 60s, but if they're going to, I don't know, look too much like a turtle. I didn't like it. The... <laughs> I called the Japanese embassy. They, they they noted my complaint, but I don't think they did anything about it. <laughs> I said, if you're going to mutate a giant monster, don't make it look like a turtle. No one's in, no one's afraid of a turtle. They sent it to uh, the Ministry of Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> I demand to see the Shogun. And they, they, didn't, they, didn't, they had no idea what I was talking about. What dicks. <laughs> Because, you know, I walk in and I just, I just immediately say, who's in charge here? <laughs> I love a minute ago you said you were on the phone. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> we require continuity as well, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I demanded to see the top scientists responsible for creating these monsters. And I said, listen, <laughs> it looks too much like a turtle. And they said, I'm sorry, Dr. Oppenheimer is long dead. Yeah. It was a hydrogen bomb, according to... Uh, the original Godzilla. I don't know about subsequent Godzillas. No, it's all the same. Oh, okay. Although now they're considered titans. Titans they live of in what? The, live in the center of the earth, and they come up and they fight. 
a titan of industry? What, I don't understand. I don't know. It, it, it's best when you're watching this movie to just let it wash over you and not really think about it because it's just ridiculous. You plunk your money down, you want to watch a giant ape fight a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> they should just call it that. Yeah. Giant ape fights a turtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and make it a real turtle, not a, not a Godzilla. Yeah. And what I like is after they fight, they destroy the city. They fight the, each other to a standstill. And then what do they do? They give each other that nod of mutual respect. Okay. <laughs> And then Godzilla gets back in the ocean and swims off. We're now equals, and then he and then he can leave. And then, of course, they both joined together and fought Robo Godzilla. Now, how do you get a Robo Godzilla? Uh, the 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 Chinese scientists were making a robot version of Godzilla to fight Godzilla. What do the Chinese have to do with it? I don't know. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. It's like I'm saying. You just got to let it wash over you. Why? How are they getting a, a, in the center of the Earth with an upside down jungle? I don't know. And exactly what is North Korea doing? Good question. They try to starve Godzilla to death. Yeah. Because when they go to the center of the earth, because they're taking Kong there, he finds literally a, one of the old, it looks like a, you know how Godzilla has those like spikes on his back? All right. It's one of those things fashioned into an axe. And was that's it, what he's fighting Godzilla with. Is that from a dead Godzilla? I wouldn't imagine. Because there's only one of each. There was a whole family of Kongs, but they're all dead. And how does Kong breathe underwater? He doesn't fight underwater. No, no, no. He he fights on land. So how did he fight the how did he find the Godzilla axe or whatever? They went to the, the center of the earth where they all come from. There's like as soon as you plunge through the center of the earth, there's like a whole nother world in there. Basically, like I said, it's, you just got to let it wash over. You're okay, they're in the center of the earth and now King Kong <laughs> has a battle axe, and he's going to fight Godzilla. <laughs> but he can't fight Godzilla until they come back up and they're in Tokyo. So he's just biding his time? Yeah. How does he keep Basically. the rage for that long? I don't know. Well, you know, a giant monkey would know other monkeys. He must be really horny. It's a matter of honor. That's what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Ape honor. A challenge has been issued. <laughs> Because, you know, they fight four times. And the first time, Kong gets the better of Godzilla because they're on land. And then, of course, they have to take him on to Antarctica, where the, the hole is that gets to the bottom of the earth. Makes perfect they, sense. Okay. So he's, like, strapped to the top of an aircraft carrier. And then Godzilla finds him and destroys all the ships. And then Godzilla takes round two. And then Kong gets down to the center of the earth, gets his battle axe, and then fights, like, these pterodactyl things. I don't know what they are. They're flying Godzillas? No, it was not, it was like a different kind of animal. These look like pterodactyls. All right. Without eyeballs. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then on the third fight, they fight each other in Tokyo. That's where they fight each other. And then they realize that they're equals and they give each other respect. And then the robo Godzilla shows up and they both gang up and, and destroy the robot. And then they part as friends and Godzilla goes back into the sea and swims off. But I'm I'm guessing there's going to be something, some sort of discord that's going to bring them back to the brink of fighting. Well, of course, these things have a hair trigger temper. I don't, you know. <laughs> they they get all outrageous on the slightest defense. Seems like a lot of uh, suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, if you think about it, it's just ridiculous. But you, if you just let them, just let them wash it. 
These are movies made for five-year-olds. Yeah, of course they're going to the center of the earth in a little <laughs> spaceship. Makes perfect sense. It's like a submarine kind of looking thing. Looks halfway between a submarine and a UFO, and they just kind of they go down. And then when you know you're in the center of it, because they flip upside down. Oh shit! <laughs> and then, and then you you know then the camera goes up, and then you're right side up again. But you know you're upside down. <laughs> Genius cinematographers. This is true. I know. Art. Yeah, and I ate it up for ninety minutes. But giant fighting monsters. That'll get my twelve bucks every time. Godzilla versus King Kong. Yep, fabulous movie. They need to make six more. <laughs> In rapid succession. Absolutely. By the end of the year. <laughs> and I want one to name, uh, you know, King Kong the Revenge. <laughs> Godzilla Strikes Back. Just all these stupid things. Because <laughs> they had Godzilla Skull Island, where they found King Kong. Makes sense. And I don't know if you saw that. And then, of course, the Godzilla before that, he was fighting Rodan and Mothra. Now, is Mothra a moth? Yes, Mothra is a moth. It seems pretty easy to defeat a Mothra. Well, he creates hurricanes when he flaps his wings, as much wind as it comes off. But wouldn't the hurricane affect him, too? No. Why not? The wind's around because him. Because he's creating it. It's going away from him. If I create a wind that's enough for a hurricane, <laughs> I think I might well, be affected. Yeah. Unless uh, you flip upside down in the upside down world in the center of the earth. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And then, of course, Rodan is that dragon-looking thing with like three or four heads, all coming from the center of the earth to uh, wage war with each other. Does anybody call Rodan by a nickname like just Dan? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> wow, I had no idea what I was missing. Yeah, it's a whole involved thing. <laughs> you need a scorecard to keep up with all these things. Although the fact that I just didn't like the fact that Godzilla now looks like a turtle. His head looks like a turtle. I don't like it. That's only in the most recent movie. Yeah, in the most recent one. Or the last two, you know. They made a horrible remake of Godzilla that had Matthew Broderick in it about 10, 12 years ago. And it was terrible. I know how it ends. How? Drunk driving. That's right. <laughs> Actually, it was his eggs. Godzilla laid eggs in that thing. And they ran over with a car. And then he, he vowed vengeance and went back in the sea. <laughs> he vowed vengeance and then retreated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although when that one was set in New York, and, and that's not good. Vengeance will be mine eventually. Yes. But not now. I got to go swimming. <laughs> I gotta that die. way, when I come back, my head will be shaped like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, I'm talking with Matt Powers and Larry King God. Available on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Mmm, taste that cock.